0: Tony, happy last day of January. It is, isn't it, I guess. <laughs> it, yeah. It's the last day of January. It's Wednesday. It feels like April. It, well, today is a, <laughs> what the forecast shows. Yeah, it's going to be like mid-April around here, it seems like. So get out and make the most of it. Uh, coming up later on this morning, we'll dive into what to expect today weather-wise. Plus, uh, Super Bowl is a little over a week away. And there's a big party that's been announced with some pretty big names that I wish I could go to. Yeah, this does sound pretty fun. not going to lie. Plus, a uh, truck full of circus animals has a little accident on the freeway, leaving cops wondering, uh, (laughs) what do we do? Oh, no. What do we do? (laughs) That sounds interesting. We're also going to play song in 60. Is it my day to guess today, Tony? It is, yes. We'll uh, do that here in a matter of a minute. Mix 108. Good morning. It is the morning brew. It's Tony and Nick. It's time to play song in 60. A, a little game where we challenge each other, but it's fun to play along at home, so see if you can guess the song I am about to give clues to, to Nick. All right. Are you ready? Ready to roll. Let's okay. do this. Here we go. I think we're all, well, I think we'll start with the song title. Oh, okay. Um, not big. Oh, wait. No. Uh, not new. Old. Okay. City. Um... Township Um, Municipality Municipality (laughs) City Um, Okay, let's keep that word Uh, Street Um, Road um, Street Um, (laughs) Hold on Old Town Road (laughs) Hey, thanks, Tony Really appreciate that in <laughs> <My bad. laughs> little <Nas X>. Avenue. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Tony. Yes, it, it is Little Nas X, Old Town Road. Nick Yay. got it. Yay. Good the, job. Mix. What a way, morning brew. Good morning and happy Wednesday. So, Super Bowl is just a little over a week away, Tony. And there is a big party that's been announced after party for the big game that. I'm really jealous I cannot go to. There's always got to be a ton of after parties after these things, right? So there's like the official big after party, but there's a lot of other ones that seem to be things. Oh, is this like the official one? I don't know if it's the official official one or not, but uh, it involves some pretty big names. You got to think it's toward the top of the list of official parties. So Snoop Dogg Dogg and Dr. Dre are hosting this Super Bowl party. The combo of them? Yeah. So, See, it's one or the other is cool, but together. Together. Yeah. So, it's Snoop and Dre hosting the after party February 11th in Las Vegas that will commemorate the 30th anniversary of Snoop and Dre's hit, Gin and Juice. Nice. So is it a Gin and Juice party? <laughs> totally should be. It should be. Uh, so, apparently, Diplo is going to be DJing the party. Uh, this is a story reported by Page Six, who found out that it's going to be at the Win Las Vegas encore beach club they're saying it's going to be one of the biggest parties for the super bowl uh the big games halftime performer usher is expected to be the guest of honor so i don't know that he's going to perform but he's gonna be the guest of honor sounds like a pretty big party that's what i'm saying um the event also is going to serve as the album release for release party celebration for usher's latest studio project coming home which is coming out on February 9th, just before the Super Bowl, conveniently timed with him performing during the big game. Now, Organizers are keeping... I I was going to ask how much (laughs) tickets are, but it's probably one of those things if you have to ask how much it is, Guaranteed, you probably can't get in. Guaranteed. Organizers are keeping lots of details and the guest list under wraps, but they are reporting that Flippers Roller Boogie Palace co-founders are going to be producing the event, which suggests they might be involving some of the... The the roller boogie things that they've done with other events. Um, did you see this on Good Morning America uh, like a few days ago? Last late last week, uh, Snoop admitted that uh, him and Dre are working on a new album. What? Yeah, they've been. Uh, Snoop said, I can let the rabbit out of the hat. I've been working on a record, record with Dr. Dre for the past eight months. We're about ready to drop a single in a couple weeks. Oh So this is where they're going to drop that single. I bet. Oh, undoubtedly. And announce their new album as well. So expect Super Bowl Sunday to also include a new announcement for a Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg collaboration album. Now, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, along with a bunch of other performers, actually played during Super Bowl, uh, was it 56, in 2022. Yeah. Uh, that also included Eminem, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, um, which there was a lot of nostalgia in that show, too. So. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was been been of my favorite, but it was all right. They've been involved the last couple of years in that, so kind of neat. But, yeah, that's a good point. So potentially quite a bit of new music from some pretty big players in the uh, – in the, in the music world. Looking forward to that. We can handle a new Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg album. Let's go. Music on the way for you shortly from Dua Lipa. Going to hear from Justin Bieber and also some sort of animal story, Tony. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In in Indiana, there was a uh, a little uh, fire with a truck. We'll talk oh, about that. Jeez. Yeah. right. We'll learn more. <laughs> I'm going to hear in a bit of Mix 108. Mix 108. Good morning. It's Tony and Nick. It's the morning brew. Um... This is a crazy story. in Indiana the other day, Nick, um, about two in the morning, officers got a call about a semi truck on fire. Semi went up in flames overnight. Police say they found the driver safely outside the truck. Oof. But there were several more lives trapped inside the trailer along an Indiana highway. We say the semi was carrying ten circus animals, five zebras, four camels, and a miniature horse rescued by officers suddenly standing on the side of an interstate, posing for pictures. What? What? One poor mini horse. (laughs) (laughs) Poor poor guys. I'm here with camels and zebras. Uh, The truck was bringing the animals from Florida to Fort Wayne, Indiana for a weekend-long circus. Uh, Police were obviously a little... Shocked by the find. That's uh definitely a very unique situation to have to deal with not only the, the semi fire but our vehicle fire, but yeah, with those types of animals in, in the state of Indiana. Uh yeah. <laughs> the interstate ha- the, the the accident happened on Interstate uh sixty nine. No re- Okay. No well, need you to- pause like I, okay. No, this is the punchline here. No, there's no punchline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Tom. The driver and a couple of the cops were brought to the uh, brought to the hospital and treated for smoke inhalation. Um, the The animals were all gathered up after you know all the officers took some photos and put back on another truck and thankfully they made it to the circus and everything went well that weekend. One uh, of the agencies had a little fun with the incident. one responding agency writing on Facebook our public safety professionals of all stripes work together to get over the hump. <laughs> wow. a Wow. Cute rim shot. Yeah, um, exactly. We're, and, and I'm also happy to report that all the animals made it just fine. That's good. You know, they, they say nothing good happens after midnight, 1 a.m., whatever. This is another like w- extreme example of that. It's pretty cool, right? I mean, well, at the I end, it's good that everything like, was fine. Cops were like, this is cool. I guess we get to deal with... <laughs> I mean, what else are they doing? Would they rather deal with, uh, you know, a crazy something drunk at yeah. two in the morning at bar close, or a couple of camels Rescuing and zebras, some, zebras and stuff? I'd much rather go camel zebra route, and then making stripe and hump jokes, you know, because because why not? Yes. <laughs> the PR person for the police department was like, "I've been waiting forever for this opportunity. I've had this hump joke up my sleeve for years now. Can't wait I to unleash it on the world." Uh, well, I'm glad that all the animals are okay, Tony. It's almost as corny as like the D O T signs. Almost. Oh, some of them are okay. Don't be hating too much. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna see what's trending at the top here in a couple minutes. Good morning. It's the Mix One Hundred Eight Morning Brew. Live from the Mix One Hundred Eight Studio in Downtown Duluth. This is KBMX FM, Proctor, Duluth Superior, a Town Square Media Station. 33 degrees downtown Duluth right now at the Mixed Winnie Studios. Today looking to be the warm day of the week. 45, the forecasted daytime high for the Twin Ports area today. Could see some sun as well, especially later in the day today and then the remainder of the week. mid upper 30s, Thursday, Friday, and into this weekend. Still not bad, but not quite like it's going to be today. So trending here this morning, there is another announcement for the Minnesota State Fair. Grandstand show. Of course, we uh, learned a week or so ago that Kids Bop Live was going to be there they were the first announcement and now we've got another one comedian nate bargazzi is going to be uh performing lauren's got a story about that right now on the mix mobile app and uh that just announced yesterday uh tickets go on sale for that show by the way coming up here end of this week so if you're looking to check out that show so we've got a kid show a comedian show and uh, we'll be continuing to get more announcements of course as we move through the remainder of the run-up to the state fair end of august beginning of september Music on the way for you shortly from Paul Russell. It is Ed Sheeran here in Mix It Away. Good morning and happy Wednesday. No. Mix What Away Morning Brew. Good morning and happy Wednesday. It's the Mix What a Away Morning Brew with Nick Cooper and Tony Hart. 33 degrees downtown Duluth right now at the Mix It Away Studios. And the names have been announced. The winners of the 2024 Name of Snowplow Contest, Tony. I can't wait to find out who... Well, don't they do it by district or something yeah, like that? Yeah, so, so they, they get like... eight winners, and then they divvy them up among the eight different MnDOT districts. Gotcha. What's our district? Tell us uh, our district I believe first. we're district... Is it district one? Oh, I got a real quick check on oh, that. Oh, northeast. Yeah, that makes sense. Got to check that real quick here because I'm curious now. do Waiting for Google to start. Yeah, we are District One. Okay, good. Which a lot of people want, might be excited about this. So they divvied up the districts or the the names of the eight winners. They basically took the top eight vote getters and they uh did they say how many votes they got. They, they did. Min dot. So the over over thirty thousand. There were a total wow. of thirty two thousand five hundred eighty eight unique voters. Nice. People could vote more than once. And the top vote getters. We'll start from the bottom. Number eight, Barbie's Dream Plow, going to the eighth district. Ooh, I feel a lawsuit coming there on that. Yeah. They just straight up using Barbie. The Fast and the Flurious, number seven. That's fun. Yeah. You're killing me, Squalls. Love that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorites. Uh, Number five, Beyonce. Great. Uh, number four, I feel really terrible. I don't why, know how to why say this ponte? word. Yeah, why So th- they say it's the Dakota word for snowplow, which took number four with uh, over 6,000 votes. Number three, Dolly Ploughton. That's us? Nope, that's number three. Or number one, we District are. one. Yeah, The, nor- yeah, the, the list I'm looking at says Dolly Ploughton is, do- is District one. That's not the way I've got it. Oh, Okay. We got wrong lists. Oh. Competing lists. Well, hold on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we got Dolly Plowton. Okay. Well, that's good. I like Dolly Plowton. Yes. Did you think it was the top one? I did. Oh. I was kind of, yeah. Well, I, I'm disappointed it's uh, not. Yeah. yeah. The second highest vote getter, Clark W. Bliswold. Fantastic. <laughs> Hats off to that one. Might be my favorite on the Northwestern list. Northwestern Minnesota getting that one. Yep. Um... And then the top vote getter, by no surprise more than double any other individual vote getter in not the a, entire state. Not a shock. Taylor Drift. Taylor Drift. Um, so Taylor Drift got 12,000 ish votes, a little more than that. We'll round but, it up to 13. Well, it's 12,027. Let's not get too excited here. And then the next closest one was Clark W. Blizwald with 6,600. So it was. A little over, or A little under double. A few other ones that were close. Oh, for uh, Sleet's sake. Easy for me to say. Oh, for sleet's sake. Uh, Alice Scooper. Just scraping by. Mm. I love that one. Um, Every who, day I'm shoveling. Every day I'm who shoveling. Who got the plows out? Skull plow. Those are a few of the other ones that did not quite make it. Um, there were a total of 49 names that were being considered. The bottom one, the one that uh, got the least votes of those 49 finalists, Dashing through the snow. Yeah, that's lame. Yeah, lame. So, there you go. Yeah, the uh, the, this part of the Northland. So, do all the other previous plows still in service, or do they just pick one plow and rename it every year? Do we know the answer to that? I'm curious I can't about just that be too putting, because, because new plows into service every year, right? So they have well, to they just might be renaming because there's more than one that MinDOT uh, yeah. has in every region. So they Uh-oh. might be getting eight new ones every They've year. They've been doing this for years and years. Yeah. So eventually, they're just going to run out of trucks to name, right? So they're going to have to rename another truck. Well, what if they get a new one ever? Because so let's say, let's say there's 30 plow trucks in the in the district, and they replace one whoa, every whoa, year. Whoa, whoa. You're doing math. I can't handle that it's so early. Just. I don't know. I, I I don't know the answer to that. The last time I saw one, they had it at the state fair. It looked like a brand new truck. Oh well, maybe so, they update their trucks every year. They might. I mean, not all of them, but maybe they're updating maybe some like of them. One part each of the year. fleet, yeah. yeah. So and then when they get the new ones, like- if anyone from MinDot knows, we're curious, obviously. But yeah, we have names anyway. So. Hit us up, MnDOT, 7402Mixer. <laughs> drop us an email or use the app, whatever. Dolly Plowton, our whatever, plow. Whatever's clever. Our plow for the uh, the Northland. I for us. love that. Hey, Nick, there's a new escape room that's having people freaking out because oh. it's, it's very tiny. Oh. Very, very, very tiny. So not a good thing for claustrophobic people. No, probably okay. not a good thing for any people. I'm going to tell you about this uh, new... Escape room coming up here in just a little bit. All right, we'll get to that plus music on the way for you from Dua Lipa, the Kid Leroy more here mix and mix one oh eight. Good morning, it's Tony and Nick in the morning brew. Have you done an escape room before? Ah, uh, we did the one together. Oh, yeah, we did the one we, uh, just up the for, street like, the when they were open. Yeah, oh. we went. We're like locked in jail. In jail or yep. yep, yep. Well, they're pretty fun and they can be, you know, stressful as you're trying to escape these rooms. There's a time limit, so you gotta, you know. Usually a time limit. But can you imagine this escape room? Well, it seems people are dying to try Spain's newest escape room experience that takes place inside a coffin. Imagine this, billed as the world's smallest escape room. Catalepsy is a mortuary-themed experience where participants try to escape from a coffin by solving puzzles. Ie now, when you sign up for this experience, you get the choice of uh, coffins, so you can pick your coffin. Okay, and then you can also choose to be cremated as well. They they have like a like a oh. so they'll put your coffin on like a conveyor belt. They have like a simulated fire oh. and smoke machines, and then they'll kind of put you in it as the time you know runs through. That's intense. That is pretty. That's intense. like a Halloween escape room. Yeah. Boy. Apparently you'll have to solve uh, a variety of puzzles um, on you know inside the coffin sticking your arm outside the coffin etc but yeah and you can communicate with your with your coffin partner I guess well you're each an in individual coffin. sure. you're not sure but you can coffin. communicate to try to like help each other out right right or there might be you know one person needs to do this the other person needs to do this that type of thing with the puzzles wow. so yeah this uh New escape room looks like a trip I would not I was going to say would you No no Not in a coffin No Yeah especially the whole like simulated fire thing That's all That's kind of intense Well you don't have to do that So that's an an option It's an option You know it's it's an additional Experience fee You know Yikes But Yeah I What would be a scarier to you Like Like an escape room What could we What could we lock you in Nick Where you would just be like Like an ice house (laughs) That's, like an ice house escape, escape room. room Oh yeah So we could do like An ice house escape room On uh, a We'd have to wait of course Until there's ice on the lake Wow well, Yeah Right So maybe next winter We'll work sure. on this Then we could have like Clues in the hole You gotta Hitting like little cabinets yeah, In the you fish You gotta house. like Fish your key Out of the hole Or something oh, Clues that, out oof. So you'll have to Probably be underwater In like a scuba suit Yeah Somebody's down there yeah, yeah. Holding stuff That's a cool idea It's an interesting though. idea It's an interesting idea Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I did. I was just thinking on the coffin one. I don't mind small spaces. I'm not claustrophobic, but just that whole, like, you're in this tiny space, but you also have to do stuff, like, to get out. Right. That seems really tricky. What about the opposite? What about, like, a huge, just empty warehouse that you were trapped in? And you need to find everything in a huge, like... Okay. Gigantic like Amazon size warehouse. See, that would be tricky because you have this giant space you're trying to find yeah. in the time you have everything you need to get out. Ooh, I got a good one. Okay. Have you read about you know about that silent room down at the University yes. of Minnesota? It's supposed to be the most quiet room in the world. In the world yep. And it, uh, people apparently can't last in it more than 20 minutes because it is so You're quiet. hearing your hair moving and yeah, stuff like it's that. Just yeah, disorienting. Yep. What about something like that? Like oh, a well, super have to quiet get out of- escape room. <laughs> Some brilliant ideas there, Tony. Well, they just keep coming. I love keep it. Keep coming. I love it. Or just maybe like a simulated wilderness escape room. Get out of the woods. Okay, oh, that's fun. if we're going like kind of Northland theme, maybe yeah, maybe treehouse. There you go, treehouse. Okay. That sounds like. So this fun. this one this this coffin one's in Spain, you said, right? Yeah, it's not it's not anywhere here yet. Maybe, maybe coming soon. I was going to say maybe a good. I mean, at a minimum, Halloween haunted house idea yes. type of a thing. Yes. I mean, the wait would be long, but maybe you go through a haunted house in a coffin. Oh, oh man. man, we're just rolling out the ideas this morning. Wild experiences. Gonna hear from Metro Boomin here a little while. Bruno Mars also in the way on Mix It Away. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Mix One Away. Good morning. It's the morning brew. Hope you're having a good morning. It's pretty nice outside to kick off the day. Yeah. Be a really nice day today. Good day to film a movie. And that's exactly what's happening down in the Twin Cities right now. There's a new movie being filmed called Unholy Communion. It's a heck of a name. Yeah. Um. It's adapted from a book by Minnesota author Thomas Rumreich, and it's about a Washington County investigator dealing with the murder of a retired priest. It also it's directed by a Minnesotan as well, Patrick Coyle. He's a writer and director, and it stars a couple of Minnesotans, too. Oh, it's a whole mm, one-of-us production. I guess so. Vincent Kartheiser is best known for his roles at, on Mad Men and Another Day in Paradise and Adam Bartley he played Sheriff Deputy Archie the Ferg Ferguson on the television show Longmire um, he says so thrilled to be making a film back in my hometown, surrounded by family a first for me the soda in quotations is absolutely loaded with talent and promise so inspiring and there have been I was so I was looking through And he mentioned this I was looking through A list of some other movies That have been filmed We well, did a list about it A few years ago Yeah In, oh. in Minnesota And I, I was surprised I didn't realize that uh, The 1989 well, Catch Me If You Can Was filmed in Minnesota Didn't realize that Fargo Fargo which of course, being it set in this area, that one didn't surprise me. Uh, the Mighty Ducks movies, of Iron course. Will, yep. Jingle All the Way. Yep, I went to the set of that movie. Did know. you really? I did. While they were while they were filming, <laughs> Arnold and everybody were right. I had lunch with uh, um, Phil Hartman that day. You're kidding? No, swear to God. Wow, I was working down as an assistant producer with the Dave Ryan Show in the morning uh, at KDWB, and they had like phil hartman on that morning and he's like why don't you guys come down to the set and have lunch with us dang we're like, how okay. was that so we went down to the set arnold was there his chair and it was great phil was super nice we had lunch with him and strikes me as a type to be a nice guy and, and would have you yeah. know it was cool to be on yeah. this is the first and probably only time i've ever been on a movie set so that was kind of cool We okay. weren't actually filming anything at the time but, but you know you were there yeah, on uh, set. i was there mall rats Mall. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't realize this was a thing. Major league back to the minors, Tony. No, no idea what that <laughs> is. <laughs> this new movie expects to film for about four weeks. It did some shooting earlier this week at um, Keenan's Bar in St. Paul. Okay. So no word on. Once the movie gets done, they're gonna bring it to some film festivals, see if they can get distribution, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, but so they so, don't have a place. It's not like a, a, an Amazon no, film or something like that. No, not at okay. this point. So okay. they're just filming it and hoping to get it distributed afterwards. Yeah, so. I wonder where they got the funding because usually, that you know, your distribution is part of your funding. Is right. I, yeah, I, I, I would imagine. I don't know. It's a good question. Well, good for them. I'm, I'm. I enjoy watching the regionally filmed shows, movies because partially just to see how they use, you know, the. The landscape. Yeah, sure. I'm still intrigued. What? What? Remember when James Cameron was here not too long ago? Yeah, what he was up to. What he was here for? Because there was rumors that he was scouting locations for For maybe Avatar or something. Avatar Northland. Well, it kind of would make sense, right? (laughs) Like the biomes of Avatar, but it's all completely digital, though. So yeah, I guess that wouldn't make sense because the whole movie is digital, right? Maybe it was some Lake Superior thing. You know, he enjoys go is. He's going to do the movie of the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Maybe. Could be. The Reuniting of Jack and Rose on the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> a little bit of a stretch. Maybe it's like a Jack origin story. And he survives the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Because he's from Wisconsin. Right, right, right. So he survives the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Well, which was in the 70s. 70s. Well, but- <laughs> <laughs> so we just have to f- time <laughs> play with the timelines time- a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And then he finds a time machine, <laughs> goes back in time, rides the Titanic. I love that. And then meets his fate on that. This went from being like a James Cameron movie to being something you'd see late at night on SyFy. Oh, it's definitely like Sharknado's yeah. and- yeah. <laughs> mask. My <laughs> <Not> bad. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to see what's trending at the top in a couple minutes here at Mix It Away. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Dot com. Live from the Mix 108 studio in downtown Duluth, this is KBMX FM, Proctor Duluth Superior, a town square media station. 802 on a Wednesday morning. It's currently 34 degrees downtown Duluth. Looking for a high today in the mid to upper 40s or across the Northland Twin Ports area. Could see like 45 today. Not bad. No. And then remainder of the weekend of this weekend, mid 30s, upper 30s. So it'll still be nice, but not quite like today. So employees at the Ashland Goodwill store found a live World War II era hand grenade that apparently had been donated. And now local authorities are trying to determine where exactly it came from. Ashland police say Goodwill employees discovered the grenade in a bin of donated goods that reportedly had come from the Duluth area. Jeez. The store, which is located on Lakeshore Drive, is was uh, being evacuated when officers officers and fire crew arrived. They confirmed that the explosive device that was located near a dumpster just outside the store on the city's east side. It turns out um, that um, the grenade was probably just a dud. Maybe? Oh no! The based on the size of the explosion, the bomb, so the police almost uh, almost surely was a live grenade ready for it to go off. If it triggered, Jeez. even more troubling, they added that a live grenade under these circumstances would likely be unstable. That old? Yeah. Apparently, the great grenade doesn't look like an American grenade. Oh. But rather more look like a soup can with a dowel poking out of its top. That's frightening. An explosive device was later identified as a Japanese Type 99 grenade. So... Luckily, nobody was hurt. Thank goodness. Uh, uh, Authorities uh, took care of the explosive device and are looking to where it came from. I I wonder if that was a situation where somebody just had a box of stuff they were brought to Goodwill and didn't know, as opposed to trying to get rid of it on purpose there. Like, that's my guess, is that it was just in this box of stuff that was hiding in... But it sounds like it was, like, in a bin, like, just laying there in a bin by itself. by itself? Yeah. Oh. So it wasn't in a box. It was, like, in a bin of clothes or something. Odd. It is kind of strange, but thankfully everybody's okay. That Yeah, that's good. You can read more on the Mix 108 app if you want. Uh, a little bit later on this morning, Tony, drinking coffee can apparently help you lose weight. Oh, well, let me have another sip. <clears throat> we'll uh, get in uh, what scientists are saying about that, plus music on the way for you shortly from Taylor Swift. It's Jelly Roll now here at Mixed. Good morning, Mix 108 Morning Brew on a Wednesday morning. It's Nick Cooper. It's Tony Hart, and uh, we're coming up on Valentine's Day here. Got uh, just about two weeks. Oh, boy. 14, well, after today, 14 days. And we've been talking a lot about different zoos and animal shelters that are doing fundraisers around this. Like there was the uh, name of cockroach thing. Right. There, there, was, there was the uh, poo candle. Yep. The, the, the hippo poo. Oh, hippo poo. Yep. That's right. And then, of course, the, uh, which a local animal shelter is now doing, uh, the cat litter one where you get your, you know, get an ex that did you wrong, get their name on a heart and it gets put in litter and then it gets pooed on. Genius. Yep. Well, so there's another (laughs) animal shelter that has taken that concept that has gone about five levels beyond that. So this is out in New Jersey where an animal shelter has come up with a new idea. They're calling the idea, neuter your ex for Valentine's Day. pretty wild. Wait, what? Yeah, so they they posted an Instagram uh, message post about this and that's basically what it says is Valentine's Day, only $50. Neuter your ex because some things shouldn't breed. And so the idea is you can ceremoniously uh, have your ex neutered by... What this shelter's doing is they're bringing in um, stray cats. They're doing a... um, Uh, Spay and neuter and then release program. Okay. Is what they're doing. And so you buy naming rights. You know, you can name your cat, buy the naming rights for this cat. Yeah. And then they spay or neuter and then you get the satisfaction of, I guess. It's a stretch to say you can neuter your ex. A little bit. I mean, it's it's clever a little bit, but you're really, it's a a stretch. A little bit. Uh, People online are loving it though. I was looking through the comments on their Instagram post. And I I couldn't find any that were, were negative on the idea, even though it seems, like you said, a little bit like a stretch. Um, one person said, whoever came up with this idea needs a raise. Another person said, does it have to be an ex-romantic partner? I can think of a couple ex-friends or a childhood bully that might be a good fit for this. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll, I can think of a few people <laughs> that could be neutered. Jeez. That uh, I'm not romantically related to. Or yeah, uh, everybody has at least one person in their life that you probably, you know. That that you think should be neutered? <laughs> well, <laughs> that you don't have fond feelings for is where I was going with that. I'm just thinking they shouldn't breed is what I'm getting at. Got it, got it out. I, don't okay, I all just right. don't want more of them. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other comments included, I'm audibly belly laughing over this idea. Lots of people that were just laughing over the idea. One person commented with, Multiple scissor emojis, and that was the extent of their comments. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And this one, the wording on this one confused me. So one person said, can I add my husband's ex-mistress? So apparently they're still married, so they figured things out, but there's, there's something going on there. Let's with what ladies wanted to shaming the women Instead of the guy that... Right. yeah because you showed me something this yeah, morning. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. like uh, some, some wife put like a big banner up on a freeway with a photo of a woman calling her a wrecker. Calling her a home wrecker because she knew he was married. Yeah, but so where's his picture on a sign that says he knew he was married too? Like, you know what I'm saying? This is a very good point. You ladies seem to like... It, it, like attacking Like I don't know It's very weird like, it is, it's, it's, it's the guy It's the guy too It takes two to tango It right? does Yeah and odds are pretty good He I mean I mean Should he have no But he clearly oh, did oh, right, right So I don't know Anyways Sorry a, to go off on a little tangent there Interesting point a, Just an interesting Observation I guess Getting deep here this morning So I guess The gauntlet's been thrown we've got the uh, Tony you You you, sow, you sowed the seeds Of the The cat litter thing Maybe this becomes a thing now, it too. It becomes a bit, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, Animal Allies, I don't think, is doing any Valentine's Day promotion, so they can steal this neutered one. There you go. Neuter your ex. It's all a right. thing for Valentine's Day. Music <laughs> on the way for you soon for Olivia Rodrigo, Sean Mendez, and more all coming up here mix it away. Good morning. Mix. What are we, morning brew? Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Tony, do you drink coffee out of necessity, or do you actually enjoy having morning coffee? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I guess I never really considered that. I don't, a necessity, did you say? Yeah, some people like I I just enjoy been... it. Some people drink it because they feel like they need to just get going with it in the oh, morning. Well, it's, 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 I don't know. 50 okay. 50, I guess. Fair enough. Well, we'll call it that. A little extra motivator apparently coffee can play a role in helping you lose weight. Is it because it can give you diarrhea from time to time? <laughs> Wow. No. I've heard that. Well, if you drink a lot of coffee, it can well, I mean, you really know, get things moving. Sure. I, yeah, that I've heard that as well. Uh, so the new research that's out says coffee, get this, breaking news, coffee contains caffeine. But that's important because the research says it has effects on the body that can speed up metabolism, help you burn more calories. And some studies have shown that it can help decrease BMI, body weight, and body fat, and also curb appetite and reduce hunger. So lots of effects there. Uh, they say drinking coffee before a meal can reduce the calories you eat. And following a meal, even if you have coffee up to you know, a few hours after, it can have some effects on processing the food as well. If you could pick one food item that went from gaining you weight to losing you weight, what would it be? Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Mine would be chips and dip. Oh. Like, if chips and dip were healthy for you and no. you lost weight, I'd be all in on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Another one, probably cookies. Ooh, cookies, yeah. help you lose weight? Yeah. That'd be pretty great. So they, they do say in this research, the ideal number is four cups, or so you don't to do more than four. Ooh, four is a lot. It, it, like, it can be less. They don't say uh, you need to have four. The day. Okay, four. Yeah, okay. Throughout the day, four is probably yeah. pretty good. Uh, but less is okay. The idea is not to do more than four because then you're getting then you're into getting, yeah, other well, you're getting issues. Into, well, you're getting into diarrhea. Issues. Right. Yeah. The other thing that they highlight is, so they say it can help reduce body fat by up to 4%. That's pretty significant. That's that's, that's something. However, this is where there's a big butt on the whole situation. Yeah, there is a big butt. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to drink more coffee. has got a big butt. They say you got to be careful when adding cream, whole milk, Uh, sugar, or other things into the coffee. Yeah, this is where my downfall is. I don't really drink like my coffee raw dog. I just, I got to have some, like, creamer in it or something. Something to take off that that edge edge a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Straight up coffee is a little much for me. A fair amount of people are that way. I mean, there's, you know, Steve, for example, in the building here. He I think he drinks his coffee black. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he raw dogs it, Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the thing. Um... But yeah, that's that's the thing. So you gotta be careful with if you're gonna use that, how much you're using too, you know, how well, much creamer and how much sugar you're putting in your coffee. Well, they don't really give you a measuring system on the creamer bottles, which is kind of annoying. They should have like uh uh like some kind of measuring thing. Sure. I don't know what, but because I'm just pouring it in there. And I'm like that's that's how much point. should I pour in there? Then I don't you need know, a measuring much there. spoon or something. Yeah, but and, that's a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I and the kids it, have a little water, like a like a like a mouthwash bottle with the squeeze thing. With yeah, the squeeze and it fills up the little cup. Why don't they do something like that for like a creamer bottle? You you squeeze out the sure proper amount for like eight ounces, ten ounces, twelve ounces. Or if that's too much, maybe you actually have a cap that's designed to be Ooh, the right portion. It. Just pour pour the cap. Well, creamer man, makers, Nick, we've changed the world basically this Ideas. morning. We've we have we have coming up with a lot of great stuff. We have. Great stuff. Love that. All right, music wise, we're going to hear from Paul Russell, Dua Lipa, and more of the Northland's number one hit music because I'll come on up here and mix it away. Good morning. Mix what a wait morning brew good morning and happy Wednesday it's Nick Cooper and Tony Hart and For those that love live music especially Outdoor live music Tony you got a big event Coming to Minnesota it's called the Minnesota Yacht Club Festival I love the name Yeah great name Great aesthetic to like all the marketing and Everything it's gonna be Friday July 19th and Saturday The 20th two days okay The new festival that's gonna be at Harriet Island Regional Park Which is located in Downtown St. Paul like, downtown St. Paul is on one side of the Mississippi, and then on the other side of the Mississippi is basically Harriet Island Park. Sure. Okay. The lineup includes, are you ready for this? Let's Friday's go. Friday's lineup, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Okay. The Black Crows. Okay. Alanis Morissette. Oh. And Gwen Stefani. Wow. So, is Gwen the headliner then? Yeah, she's the headliner okay. for Friday. Okay. Pretty good Friday lineup. Yeah. Saturday includes um, Soul Asylum, Minnesota, one of us. Yep. Gary Clark Jr., okay. Hippo Campus. The Offspring. Wow. Pretty fly for a white guy, (laughs) The Offspring. (laughs) And wrapping up Saturday, the big headliner for the festival, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. So tickets for the two-day music festival will go on sale Friday. Presale starts at 10 a.m. If you want the presale code, you got to sign up for their email list. And then they say, this is a quote from their website, public on sale to follow at 11 a.m. if tickets remain. That's optimistic Very optimistic that they're going to sell out all the tickets in an hour These are great acts But Taylor Swift they are not Considering the price of these tickets too I'm not sure that it's going to sell out In an hour A two day general admission ticket will set you back A minimum of $215 That includes the fees though So there's no fees There is taxes but there's no fees That's not cheap but I mean For two days of that many acts You know Decent music. That's the tier one price, okay. okay? So they don't say how many tier one tickets are available before it goes up to tier two. Oh. So the tier two general admission two-day ticket is going to set you back 255 bucks. Getting a little spendier. Yeah. So Copy. what do you get between tier one and tier two? Do we uh, know? If you want a one-day, you can get a one-day pass. Okay. That'll set you back 135 bucks at a minimum. Okay. And they're also offering a bunch of different ticket options from ga plus to vip Uh. to a platinum ticket which will set you back a whopping 925 bucks a ticket now as i'm going through all this information on their website there is one glaring thing that stands out to me yes parking oh okay nowhere anywhere do they mention anything about parking not even the $925 ticket gets you a parking so you're spot. paying almost $1000 and you still got to figure out how yeah. to get there. Yeah. And if you know anything about St. Paul, I mean St. Paul's a mess in general generally with sure. the roads and everything. Sure. And that side of St. Paul, like the Harriet Island side, there's buildings and there's houses around. There's no big parking areas. There's no big parking structures. Sure. So, how close to, like, if you're going to you park to at the river center the ramp? River. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you parked at, like, XL. Right. XL, river center ramp. Yeah. That's all the way on the other side of the Mississippi. Jeez. So, you'd at least have to swim across? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll have a ferry going across or something. Yeah. This is a one glaring thing to me that is like, what? Ugh. And even in, like, their. FAQ area, you know, learn. Did they they say anything about parking? Nothing about parking. Which is a big red flag to me. Big red flag. Yeah, honestly. that. Because mm. oh. most festivals, okay, didn't they have, what was that? Didn't they have that one at Canterbury there for a while? Yeah. For a couple of years. Yep. Big axe. Yeah. But lots of parking around there. Right. There's, yeah, options easily. Lots of parking. It's like a big place where it has parking. I don't know. So that's one thing that's cons- kind of, kind of, Raising a red flag to me. So you're good. And then Ubers, I mean, that day, you're going to be spending probably a hundred bucks to get there. Oh, yes. So another hundred bucks on top of that, plus the roads and the like that area isn't met for a high traffic event. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you got to think suburban roads around there. If if Tony and Duluth is thinking of this, there's got to be somebody in St. Paul who is some, you know, part of the city that's like, Hey, organizers, you might want to run some buses or something. Yeah, there's going to have to be something done for the parking. Anyways, sorry for the lineup sounds rant. cool, though. Yeah, lineup sounds cool. Ticket prices, I'm a little sus yeah. at. Parking, I'm really sus at. So, as a first year event, I'm sure they'll figure it out. Yeah. And I mean, maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe there won't even be a year two, but wow. <laughs> we'll see. I dig it, though. Minnesota Yacht Club, um, MinnesotaYachtClubFestival.com is their website. And I'll have more information and a link up to tickets and all that stuff. On Mix 108 and The Mix 108 app here shortly If you I want to check that out Lie. When I first saw the name, I was kind of excited That it was a Yacht Rock concert <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, yeah Because They started teasing this a couple weeks ago And I was yeah. like, wait, what is Michael uh, McDonald Christopher Cross and um, You know, yeah, I don't know who else would be In that, uh, really, those are the two Those are the big ones, the yeah. two Yacht Rock bangers <laughs> Right there But it is not, still a great lineup I'd be intrigued, but yeah, i you know, some of the VIP experiences include access to private bars. They also have a river boat river boat VIP ticket with a sixty minute cruise. Oh. Along the Mississippi River with a complimentary margarita happy hour and a DJ. Is it during the concert though? That's I wonder also if there's during strange. like a, a break time or something or nah. before or having, and you wouldn't think it'd be during Alanis is on stage, but you're going down the river. Kinda weird. Yeah. Well, interesting, but yeah, like I said, if you want to learn more details, MixMobile at, mix at We're to kick off your workday, 108 minutes commercial-free with music on the way from Tate McRae, AJR, Post Malone, and more of the Northland's number one hit music mix here on MixItAway. Good morning.